Hello, friends and folks, and welcome back to... I almost said Oops All Anime. <laughs> to Romance of the Two Networks. Uh, this is the podcast where we read we read Three Kingdoms and we talk about the Three Kingdoms. And this this time we are three hosts as opposed to four because cause Jen's not here. I'm Six Detmar. I'm Jackson. And I'm Em. Uh, so we're, uh, we're, we're in it. Oh, yeah, we are. We're in the stuff. Um, and, uh, I think we left off with, uh, with Kong Ming about to have, you know, like the, 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 you know, incredible journey, right? Like, like the movie, you know, Homeward Bound. No. All that no. shit. No, 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 no. What? What does that have to do with the movie Homeward Bound? I don't even, ma- I don't even get that leap. No, I do, but it's fine. Anyway, yeah, I was like, I, last week, not, not one week ago, I was like, man, I can't wait for Kong Ming to get down to the south and start some shit. Shit has not started. Yes, it has. No, because he spends two chapters having to debate every single person in the south because they're all cowards. It's so good. This entire chapter of debate. It's amazing. It's fine. I think it's great. It's good, but I want him to blow some shit up, and eventually he does in a roundabout way. But um, I wanted, I wanted some cool battles. I mean, this is Kong Ming. He's not going to show up in sunglasses with a grenade launcher. He basically could do that. He's fine. Mm, I think we have different conceptions of this. The character. thing with Kong Ming <laughs> is that he will convince everyone else to show up in sunglasses and grenade launcher and kill each other, and then he just walks through to victory. And sure, I need him to sure. walk through to victory and not have to be convincing everyone. You know how many chapters there are left in this book? <laughs> N- too many. <laughs> it's a slow burn. Well, let's... We've got chapter 43 here. Uh, Kong Ming debates the Southern officials. Boy, does he ever. Uh, Lusu rejects the consensus. Uh, short summary here. Kong Ming and Cao Cao's messenger message arrive in the Southland at the same time, sparking debate about what to do. Almost all of Sun Quan's advisors are for surrender, but Lu Su disagrees. Kong Ming debates all of Sun Quan's advisors and argues them into submission, then appeals to Sun Quan. Sun Quan is torn on what to do, but his aunt reminds him of what his mother said on his de- on her deathbed. What was that? Read on. Don't give up, you coward. <laughs> <laughs> yep. P- pretty much just like, hey, there's the one guy you should be asking about foreign affairs. Yeah. You're not asking him. Go do that. <laughs> Please ask the guy that we need to ask to deal with the situation. The thing here is that uh, every leader in all of this book, uh, when tasked with making a decision, just listens to the worst people over and over again. Yes. The true nature of humanity is asking your advisors and your advisors being simpering cowards and saying nothing of value. That's it. That's the book. We made it. We did it. <laughs> you did it. You, you summarized the entire book. I changed my mind. Cao Cao is the only good hero in this book. Just <laughs> there we go. Making his choices. I <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah. I. I mean, I do really like um, Kong Ming just just tearing all these people down because it's not even like half the time. It's not even him just saying like, "Well, your argument's wrong." It's also him saying, like, aren't you embarrassed to be alive? And then being like, yeah, I kind of am. <laughs> uh, he, like, he's, he says, like, stuff like, uh, you have rendered yourself unfit to speak in the company of men. <laughs> and just, like, just as embarrassing everybody in a way I really appreciate. Yeah, he does start delivering Glenn Gary Glenn Ross lines. <laughs> <laughs> uh, it's... 
Uh, and, and it's also like the way they take turns of just like 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 standing up and getting defeated and sitting down. The next one stands up. It's like <laughs> this like debate tag team match that is uh, cartoonish. Yeah, I love all this debate stuff. It's good. It's like getting into like what his characters believe versus what all the other characters believe. It's like an entire. It's like the battle chapters, but it's more interesting because it's characters talking. I don't know. I don't know if it's like mm-hmm. people sparring off back and forth, seeing who's gonna like emerge victorious in this debate. Uh, but I thought it was a great chapter. Um. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, I guess there's there's not too much to you know they they talked out everything. We don't need to do it again for them. But <laughs> I think the thing here, like the reason I object is I enjoy this stuff well enough. But everyone in the South has the like everyone is like just let South South take us over. Uh, that's not like a interesting opinion. It's not like a worldview that conflicts in ways that are interesting. That's clearly the wrong answer. So him just getting to be the like brain genius i go in and own all the people who are clearly wrong uh is just not what i'm looking for it's very uh straw man trounces all the cowards so, uh, like yes but i think that the the point that is um that like makes it not that is that lube did lose and everyone just died so when they're sure. like how are you i think that like- stuff's better dealt with in the next chapter though oh, uh, sure. which is a much better version of this but I do think there's, like, an actual conflict for him to get out of that isn't just... And then someone says we should surrender, and he says, no, you shouldn't. Like, the things they are saying about how the campaign has gone since he joined Wanda are true. Mm-hmm. Well, they're true, but they're also, like... Not? I mean, like, they're they're true, but they're missing the point. Well, right? yes, that's what he tells like, them. <laughs> sure, sure. But it's it, it kind of renders, the like... It's true that that him joining has not made Shwanda win the Imperial Lottery, but, like, things have gone pretty fucking smoothly since he showed up in general. Everyone died. There was an entire massacre. It was very bad. Sure, but that's just how, that's just how warring, warring China do. <laughs> and then he has to be like, look, uh, he was so honorable that he wouldn't save anyone. Um, and so we all had. <laughs> Take it back. So Shwanda all... <laughs> fucking sucks. He deserves to be defeated. <laughs> he would. He wouldn't. He wouldn't accept uh, the his his dying. He wasn't even have to oust him. He was being given the role, uh, but instead he didn't do that, and so everyone died. And that's why he's actually the best honorable person. You know, maybe I yeah, maybe I am just gonna stand south south going forward here. <laughs> It is good. I I do really enjoy because Kong Ming has made it very clear that he hates all these things. But it, him like having to try and position this as good, he's like, no, it's super great that my lord's a moron. I love it. Ah. Uh, Kong Ming's conception of what the right thing to do is is very different than Juanda's. <laughs> uh but I really think next chapter is is our best chapter of this set. This is a uh, this is chapter forty four. Uh, Kong Ming cunningly moves Zhou Yu to anger. Sun Quan decides on a plan to defeat Cao Cao. This chapter fucking rules. Um, uh, Sun Quan's aunt reminds him that his mother said to ask Zhou Yu about foreign affairs. So Sun Quan summons him. All the members of the court petition Zhou Yu to t- to get him on their side, and finally Kong Ming does so as well. Kongming recites a poem declaring Cao Cao's intent to take Xiao Yu's wife and the wife of the late Sun Zi as concubines, and Zhou Yu goes incandescent with rage. Zhou Yu convinces Sun Quan to commit to the campaign against Cao Cao and also tries to convince Kongming to defect to the south, but fails. What his next plan to admi- out- outwit Kongming read on? 
show you uh history's wife guy oh <laughs> uh, the bit where he's like oh is that your wife i did i had no idea i had no idea it's your wife man damn that sucks so he made up this poem right i mean i assume so there's no way that Sasso was like, I'm going to build a tower and write this poem about how I'm going to bone somebody's wife. Like, that didn't happen. <laughs> and the poem is so just like, like, oh, I'm going to bone them every hour of the day. I mean, <laughs> like, that's not. <laughs> I don't know if the poem's necessarily fake because he did. Like, he, we've already had Sasso go on about how cool this tower's going to be. <laughs> Like yeah, but he's never it's... mentioned. He's here to unify China, not to take the women. Like, yeah, I, this is so pointed that it just feels, you know, like the, the one key to all of China is your wife. <laughs> <laughs> Come That's why we named owns. it. That's why we named it the Tower of Cuck. Come on down. Nope. <laughs> like, this, this, no way. <laughs> That's true. Um. So that's really good. Um, I also really enjoy. Uh, so this is across. This spans across this chapter and the next. But show you continually trying to find ways to like to to like kill or get Kong Ming to defect, and Lusu keep having to be like, "It's okay, Al. There'll be another war soon. We'll have another chance." Um, yeah, I love all this stuff. The back and forth <laughs> with them, show uh, you and Kong Ming in terms of like, okay, so we got to fuck up Sao Sao. Uh, and we both re- we both need that to happen, but we all have to spend most of our time positioning for who's gonna be like a threat after we fuck up Sao Sao. Uh, even though the idea of fucking up Sao Sao is all, like it's a pipe dream at this point. Like no one's no mm-hmm. one's like said any plans or you know committed anything really. Um, they've just convinced Sun Quan not to give up just yet. <laughs> Um, mm-hmm. But they're already like trying their best <laughs> to fuck the other over. Well, that's not true. Kong means basically just laughing and enjoying this. Uh, Xiao Yu's really committed to this plan. <laughs> Xiao Yu is so committed. He's I don't I don't know. Like they try and position Xiao Yu, or at least the the book basically states this guy's like like a really smart, great tactician. And I mean, you know, he has some ideas, but. I don't know about this dude. <laughs> I don't know. The thing he does next chapter is very, very tactically good. Yeah, it's true. It's true. Uh, he does. He does have a pretty good scheme next chapter. He just needs to get over himself. <laughs> I mean, the back and forth with with this stuff is good because it's like you know, everyone like everyone knows that the goal isn't is to unite China. The goal is for there to be one. You, you can't have two royal families in the United China. Everyone knows this would be stupid. So all mm. of these loyalties are just like as thin as paper. Um, every mm. time anyone teams up, it's like, oh, shit. Um, yeah, sure, we'll help you now. Like, e- even all the way at the, at the beginning of the book, the, like one of the first things that happens was um, Yuan Shao not sending Cao Cao grain. Yeah, everyone's trying to position for what happens next. And like, the, the, Kong Ming trying to navigate like... Because Kong is clearly positioned by the book as this like legitimate hero. He's very earnest about what he's doing. He's not actually trying to fuck anyone over too much, but he is. He's not like Juanda, where he's like ignorant. He, Juanda in in this chapter or the next one. No, it's in the next, the start of the next one. But Juanda just walks directly into a chap because 
being worried that there could possibly be a trap is in itself disloyal. <laughs> um, mm-hmm. So that that's his idea of how to do it. But uh, Kong Ming is like, okay, no, everyone else is out for themselves. I am also out for myself, but not in like a. I'm not trying to fuck people over. I'm actually just trying to see what can be done in the best, quickest way to get China back together again. Um, and so, yeah, I just, I, I really like just Kong Ming's uh, whole uh, ridiculous dodging of all these plots here. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Uh, we can roll right into chapter 45 and then sort of talk about the the set as a whole. Yeah. Uh, chapter 45, South South suffers casualties at Three Rivers. Uh, Jiang Gang springs a trap at the Congregation of Heroes. Uh, Zhou Yu's next plan to outwalk, outwit Kong Ming is to murder him. That'll do it. However, Kong Ming baits Zhou Yu into leading the attack himself, thus surviving another scheme. Zhou Yu tries to lure Shwanda into a trap to kill him, but is intimidated by Guan Yu. Cao Cao sends a messenger, but Zhou Yu has him killed. Infuriated, Cao Cao launches the attack, but Gun Ning leads a southern army and beats him back. Cao Cao's generals make a new naval base to train for the next offensive, but are scouted by the south. Cao Cao sends Jiang Gong, one of Zhou Yu's old friends, to Zhou Yu to convince him to defect. Zhou Yu sees through this and tricks Jiang Gong into reporting two of Cao Cao's best generals as traitors. Cao Cao executes them, then realizes he's been tricked. Zhou Yu is pleased with himself, but is worried Kong Ming saw through his scheme, did he read on? Which is the pettiest fucking shit from this child. Uh, I'm gonna go ahead and say that he did see through the scheme. (laughs) Yeah, okay, one, yeah, he definitely saw through the scheme. Two, he's like, oh, but was I so smart that that my, like, ally who I don't like also saw what I was doing, because if so, fuck him? Like, who cares? It worked! Move on with your life. Show oh you get an out. Show <laughs> <laughs> <sighs> uh, you going like, I'm going to make sure that Kong Ming never survives by sending him on a suicide mission. And then Kong Ming be like, yeah, I'll do this because clearly you wouldn't be capable of it. That's why you asked me. You suck at this. I'm good at this. I'll get it done. He's like, how dare he think I can't get this done? I will go in his stead. It is incredible when he like comes up with these like big brain genius plans to get Kong Ming to, to die. And then Kong Ming's responses are just the most obvious like, oh, no, 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 no. I heard this children's rhyme about how you're useless. Every t- I think the the best the best bit of that is when he's like, yeah, I was just like, I was doing that on purpose because I need, I you know, I don't want to go kill, get get killed. Now I've made him do it, so that, that's fine. And then in the middle of that like paragraph, there's a line where he says, well, he is touchy though. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I found very good. Yeah, no, he he is touchy. It's true. Uh, cause when he, cause when Lusu goes back to him and explains <laughs> what happened, uh, Shoyu stamps his feet and starts crying. <laughs> Whoops. Uh, uh, I also, I also like Shoyu going up to Zhuanda trying to kill him and uh, Lord Guan's there, so can't do anything. Uh, Zhuanda gets the uh, privilege of being oblivious to this whole fucking thing. As Kongming races in uh, thinking that his, uh, you know, his lord is about to get murdered. Sees uh, Lord Guan is like, okay, fine. He can handle it. I don't have to worry about this. And then afterwards, I'm just going to read the thing because uh, this is after Zhuanda and Lord Guan leave. And uh, Kongming comes up to him. Zhuanda was re- uh, elated. My lord, as said Kongming, you were in more danger than you knew. Aghast, Zhuanda said, no. <laughs> <laughs> 
There it is. Three kingdoms. <laughs> Shwanda only then realizing the actual situation. <laughs> it's great because it's really uh, easy to like read Shwanda. And sometimes he is like this. It's like just like unflappably like handling the situation. But most of the time he's just totally fucking oblivious. <laughs> Uh yeah, he's a he's he's practically a shonen protagonist yes. in the sense of just like <laughs> bumbling his way through stuff. Yes. He is he is that bit in Dragon Ball Z where Krillin looks at sleeping Goku and is like, I bet he's so strong I could throw a rock at him and he catch it in his sleep and throws the rock and hits Goku directly in the forehead because he was just sleeping. <laughs> <laughs> I used to watch Dragon Ball right now. That's so funny. It's good. <laughs> God damn it. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, um, yeah, it's very good. And so then we have the whole section with uh, Jiang Gan, who uh, <laughs> who comes down as like, oh, don't worry, I'll talk, I'll talk. Uh, Zhou Yu uh, into you know defecting, and Zhou Yu's like, it's so good to see you, and then hands a sword to another officer, and it's like, if he mentions Sao Sao even once, kill him. Anyway, let's have a party. Then yes, the ridiculous Death Note sleepover that they have together is <laughs> just, mm, it's so good. <laughs> I mean, this whole this whole chapter is just like, you know, Death Note was not maybe not putting directly, but it's the same thing. Yes, I do. Uh, the part uh, Death Note would never be brave enough to do is when they both go to bed. Uh, again, feigning intoxication, he led Jang Gang arm in arm to his bedchamber, and they're collapsing, sprawling into bed, fully dressed and vomiting copiously. Jang <laughs> Gang sleep. So he's just lying there, just barfing over and over. That's his scheme. <laughs> you know, to be fair, that's pretty committed to a plan if you're going to start, like, vomiting a bunch just to get people to convince people of this plan. I couldn't do that. No, exactly. Yagami Light could never commit to that. He'd have to write that into the death note, and then it would kill him. <laughs> <laughs> I take this potato chip and regurgitate it. <laughs> <laughs> I ate this potato chip 35 minutes ago. Al <laughs> 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 being like, he couldn't have used a death note if he was throwing up at the time. <laughs> Literally what this chapter is. Uh, and then he just has this letter by his bedside table that's just like, hey, we're totally betraying Sao Sao. He's like, oh, they're betraying Sao Sao. <laughs> Takes it back. Um, and, Sao's, and Sao Sao's like, oh, and kills them. And as soon as he has their heads chopped off, he's like, wait. Shit. <laughs> that doesn't make any sense. <laughs> my, my favorite thing is when he le- he takes the letter and then there's a back and forth of people waking up. People always leave. He's like, he finds out the letter's taken. He's going to kill me. And so early in the morning as uh, uh, Zhao Yu is back asleep, he's like, okay, time to sneak out now. Hopefully no one will stop me as... Uh, Zhao Yu is literally just like getting up to watch him leave <laughs> as he saunters out of the camp to escape, quote unquote. Yeah, uh, him being very scared of being caught in this very obvious trap is very good. Mm-hmm. I do think it's actually a pretty good uh, trap. Um, yeah, no, it, it it is other than the fact that like Sasao, if Sasa had 10% more patience, none of this would have worked. Oh, yes, no. The, I mean, it's like, that's why it works, like, story-wise, right? Yes. Um, but also, like, 
there have been a lot of uh, ruses here in this book that you just have to be a moron to fall for. But I, I think that putting the letter in the middle of the you know pile that he found himself, not necessarily, you know, as well done. Yeah. 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 I get why the guy believed that. For sure. But yeah, these chapters were very good. This is just great stuff all around. Yes. Uh, Sasa killing the two generals and then turning to two other guys that are in the room and like, you are the generals now, is the most like Empire Strikes Back uh, scene in this entire book. (laughs) It's really good because it's like, he also, he realizes before he has explained why they've been killed. So has to invent a bullshit reason on the spot as to why these murders happened. They didn't follow tradition. Yep. Which is the, it's the most Sasa thing to do, honestly. Which is just like, oh, I killed people for the wrong reason. It's fine. <laughs> I'll just make an excuse. <laughs> it's very in character for him. I don't want to spoil for next chapter, because I can't, actually. I haven't read. Uh, but I have read the title of next chapter. And apparently Kong Wing's going to borrow Sao Sao's bow? And I'm so excited. <laughs> I do not think that's what happens in this next chapter. Uh... Kong Ming, uh, so the next chapter, I'm just going to say, the title is Kong Ming borrows Cao Cao's arrows through a ruse. Uh, Huang Gai is flogged following a secret plan. Clearly he is like, we're strapped for supplies. We're going to get Cao Cao to attack us and then take all his ammunition and use it against him as he's floundering in the boats, which is going to be I think it's going to be more extra than that. I think that's already as extra as you can be, is get him to fire all his arrows and then turn around and pick them up and fire them back at him. Well, we've already had that happen this book. Yeah. It can get more extra. I'm sh- I'm certain of it. Yeah. <laughs> I couldn't say. Uh, no, I just I I think I think we're finally going to get what you want. I think Kongwing is finally going to make some some truly ill shit happen. So, that's that's very exciting. Um, yeah. Uh, I'm starting to come around on the Southlands. They're starting to have a bit of a personality here that they haven't had before. That's funny, because I read these chapters and I was like, man, everyone in the South fucking sucks. Can't wait for these people to be over. Over it. No, sure, I don't like <laughs> them, but they have a personality. Their personality is that they suck, well, but at least I have a feeling. I like I like uh, Zhao Yu. Um, that's about it. Uh, there was that other guy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Lucy's all right. Yeah, yeah I but like I, I mean, like, before, I, and I also, I still like uh, Gan Ning, but gunning didn't get to do very much here um i don't know it's just like in the past it was like when you read about the south it was like okay these events are happening and then there are these names and you just didn't have any feelings about it you know Mm -hmm. um so i i'm positive or negative i'm glad at least there are emotions involved now yeah kong ming bringing that emotion wherever he goes (laughs) Uh, so uh i guess I mean, I, it's they're just gonna beat him back, and then it's go, gonna go back to neutral, right? They're gonna beat Sao Sao back, and then be back to just you know trying to get up. Yeah, oh, right, we didn't right. we didn't mention the part where uh, the the rumors of Sao Sao having a million men are supposedly greatly exaggerated. He just has like one hundred sixty thousand. Are they really? I mean, that's not what it, that's not what he said. That's the whole thing. He's like, that's not. They're not actually a million guys. You know, he says at, at one point, I mean, at least, you know, there are like a couple of different reports, but most of them say a million. And then Kongmin says, listen, I said a, I said a million because I didn't want to scare your men. It's a million and a half. No, but there's another bit where he uh, I don't think it's Kong. It's the same bit. 
he, he, he says at the start, he's only got 160,000 men. The rest are from the other armies that don't like him, is what, it is, the, is what Kalming says. Mm-hmm. I want to find this thing. I think there's a thing that gets said like pretty close to the end, but I thought it. I took that as just someone pandering to make it. pandering I'm to make uh, Sun Quan feel better. Yeah. So okay. So I've come to set your mind at ease on precisely this point, my lord. Your fears and uncertainties arise from mention in Sal's letter of his million man land and sea force, and you have taken his claim at face value. Let us lay out our facts. Sal Sal is leading no more than one hundred and fifty or sixty thousand northern troops, who are almost entirely exhausted. The soldiers he took from Yuan Shao number some seventy or eighty thousand, the greater part of whom have little trust in a new leader and consequently little commitment. You have little to fear from one long-wearied army and another with no fixed purpose, whatever their numbers. Uh, yeah, so that's 150 plus 50 or 60,000. So, But that's Joe Yu saying it. Everyone else says a million. Sure. But there is some dis- there's Kong some disputation of the numbers here. Like, he could only have 200,000, and they're not, like, battle-ready. I mean, no matter how many there are, they're not battle-ready. <laughs> they're not going to do sure. well here. That's true. Yeah. But I guess I guess when it's when it's Zhou Yu's word against Kong means I'm taking Kong means. Yes, this does raise the thing that is in all these historical things where the numbers are all kind of fake. You have to always pinch a salt. Oh yeah, sure, that's true. I mean, when I say that there are that many troops, I mean in the like books that is alive. Yeah, yeah. But also, (laughs) I like we're already like, is there really a million? Who can say? Um, Mm Because Sao Sao would love people to think he has a million troops, regardless of how many he has. It's a good round number to march into anywhere. It feels official, like you've got the mandate of heaven. Yeah. Sasa don't have the mandate of heaven. The emperor has the mandate of heaven, and he's in a house somewhere. Yeah, he's got the emperor, <laughs> so therefore he has the mandate of heaven. No. Transitive property. It's not how this works. In a bathroom. Sasa, <laughs> <laughs> the hero of China. <laughs> Uh, I think you'll find if Sao Sao wins, that is exactly how it works. <laughs> <laughs> Remains to be seen. I'm going to suspect Sao Sao doesn't win, though. That's my guess. Hmm. We'll see. All right. Well, history seems to think he is a really respectable guy, and history is written by the winners. So I guess probably he probably he pulls this one off. Mm. <laughs> All right. I mean, this isn't history. This is written a thousand years later for like a very specific purpose. In a different cult, like the changed culture. I'm sure. So, yeah, I'm sure the winner had no influence on this book. <laughs> we'll see. <laughs> We've already seen Jackson. This is one thing you don't need to be coy about. Uh, but I think it's time to kick it to our plug zone. Um. Yeah, you can find uh, both me and Em at abnormalmapping.com. I am on Twitter at headfallsoff. Uh, and you can support us on Patreon at patreon.com slash mapping and listen to The Great Gundam Project for $1 a month. Yeah, uh, you can find me on Twitter at em underscore being. Uh, hang on our Discord. Everyone's always there yelling about one thing or another. It's a good place. <laughs> Today, everyone's yeah. wrong about video games. It's fine. Don't worry about it. I, I got to record, so I no longer have to be mad about it. <laughs> yeah, that's, it's, most, most days they aren't wrong about video games. No. Usually everyone's very nice and chill, but some days I am tried as a person. <laughs> <laughs> Um, uh, I and Jen are both Scanline Media, scanlinemedia.com, patreon.com, so Scanline Media. Um, we got a new show. For, we've got our usual Oops All Anime $1 patrons. We've also got, uh, Scanline Tabletop, our actual play podcast, which is for $5 people. First episode's free. Um, and we got some cool shit coming up for that that I am, I think I'm actually like under embargo about, which is pretty cool that I get to be under embargo, actually. <laughs> um, 
if if you would like to see Jen also try to run a kingdom of sorts, you can listen to that. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It's good. Jen is not good at it, but that makes it great. <laughs> um, and I'm at Six Detmar on Twitter. Jen is at JBU3. Uh, check us out. Hit us up. Any questions. And if you uh, have, like, spoilery stuff, uh, direct it to, to me or to Jackson. Yep. I don't want to know. I don't know who wins. I have a guess, but who cares? <laughs> All right. Well, uh, I guess until until the next time, read on. Read on. Read on. <laughs>